The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, Rocky, what's me pulling rabbit in that head? Not time, Wolf Eagle. It's time for Crony Talk on WTBR. Oh, yeah, I love those guys. Hey, what are you doing? You get two guys in a room. One from Massachusetts, one from New York. Back after two weeks vacation. That's right. Those stories and more coming up right now on WTBR as we start another edition of Berkshire Sports Now with Cronenzook. Give us a call right now. 413-445-5943 with the Sports Talk Party in the Berkshires. Let's go, Southern Derrica. Geno Smith just got paid. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. I can't believe it. Why the heck? <laughs> All you gotta do is move. Every time you steal that group, All right, welcome to another sizzling edition of Cronin and the Zuck here. After a two-week vacation, neither one of us uh, uh, were here. We were all out in the tropics, you know, having a nice vacation with the palm trees. Just kidding, everybody. We were both not feeling very well. But, uh, Robbie, how you doing this morning, my friend? Much, good, to, good to be with you, my much friend. Much better. I'm, still, I'm, I'm all right. I'm still hopping around, so. It's good to be with you. Yeah, you too, brother. It's nice to see you, you know? I mean. Yeah. It's been a while, man. There's so much going on today. My goodness gracious, everything's going on. So, yeah, we were supposed to play on Sunday. We got canceled. My drummer, I'm going to send my best out to my buddy Jimmy out there. And, uh, you know, he wasn't feeling well, so we never did this thing. So, uh, But I heard they raised a lot of money, and it was a big turnout. So, unfortunately, we couldn't make it. But, uh, hey, you know, I'm glad it worked out for the best. And then, uh, I don't know, we're just lining up gigs, you know, for April and May and stuff. And hopefully a lot of playing this summer. So, it'll be fun, I hope so, yeah. Hopefully hopefully to open up for uh, Danny Klein again and the Jay Giles thing going. So that would be kind of fun to open up for those guys. So anyway, so I want to say hi to my special friend. Hi, Pooh. Hope you're feeling better there at home. So she's taking the day off. So anyway, hope you feel better, kiddo. My, All mo- right. my mother down in North Carolina said she's going to tune in and listen this morning. Hi, Mom. Go. Hi, Mom, if you're out there. there you go, hey, right? Dad, if you're paying attention, how you doing? <laughs> I got some historical stuff I'm going to throw at you with baseball later, but we got to start with the NFL, don't we? Oh, my God, it's ridiculous. Can Aaron Rodgers just shut up already, please? I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers. I'm here. It's so sick of hearing about him. I'm tired of the rumors. I'm tired of his darkness retreat and his trips on whatever he's tripping on. Like, leave what, do you, what do you think he did in that room for three days? I have no idea. I, you know, he, Obviously, he's not a reader. Unless he's with a flashlight. I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand what this guy's all about. I mean, either make up your mind. Either want to play here or you want to play there. It's become absolutely ridiculous. He he loves the attention. Did he, like, photo memory, like, a Playboy magazine in his head so he could sit there for three days and just kind of be on his yoga mat and, you know. I'm trying trying to be as clean as I can here. But I got so tired of hearing about him and his situation and his stinking decisions, whether he wants to go to the Jets, whether he wants to stay in Green Bay, whether he wants to go sign in Vegas. I mean, I'm just sick and tired of hearing about this guy. He said yesterday that Just retire. Do me a favor. Fall off the face of the earth for a couple months, okay? He'll make his decision when he's ready is what he said. Who cares? That's nothing like putting the fans in Green Bay in limbo, right? 
Well, it's not just the fans. It's the organization Wait, in right. general. I mean, they have Jordan Love, who they, they quote-unquote believe in. I like Jordan but Love. I, 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 eh. but when I, well, at least what I saw. Look, I at least saw a sample, okay? So, you know, you don't know. It's a sample. It's a small amount of, of playing time. But what I did see, I think he has got potential to play. But who knows? I mean, who you the know, hell knows about any quarterback that comes out of college? Please, you know? You know, but the Green Bay does the same thing that New England does. They never surround Aaron Rodgers with receivers. I mean, yeah, he's had... You know, they, he's had Devontae Adams, okay. That's like he had him for a window where, like, the Patriots had Randy Moss. Right? But I get so and sick it, of hearing about that, you know. Anyway, go on. But but at the same time, yeah. doesn't a quarterback make receivers better? That's what Brady always did. He yes. turned He turned guys yes. like Edelman. And vice, and vice versa. And vice versa as well. Right? Deion Branch. I mean, you, you, the, a good quarterback makes receivers better. Because yeah. he finds them the I mean, ball, the Giants right? won the Super Bowl with Phil McConkie, Bobby Johnson, Lionel Manuel. Okay, yeah, they had Mark Bavar and Little Joe, but I mean, still, that was the receiving core. Hey, Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson won Super Bowl. Right. We don't so, have to have the greatest quarterback. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. But how about how about a couple of years ago when they played Tampa Bay instead of running the ball into the end zone where you had daylight, you could see you had the end zone clearly, threw to Devontae Adams into a double team, and then the schmucky coach decides, well, we're going to kick a field goal with Tom Brady getting the ball back with two and a half minutes. Are you kidding me? Speaking of schmucky coaches, yeah. I'm getting sick and tired of these slick-haired coaches like, you know, <laughs> you know like Matt LaFleur. A little dabble, too, yeah. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, right. Cliff Kingsbury, who's – Offensive coordinator, where did he go? I love how these guys get jobs after they get Candace coaches. It's I, think amazing. He went to, I think he went to Houston. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. But yeah, these, these schmucky head coaches. I love how they just get jobs instantly. Like Nathaniel Hackett, I thought this guy was going to be gone for five years in professional football. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the Jets signed him hoping that Rodgers would come to New York. Well, they did the same thing in Denver, and Rodgers still doesn't come to New Nobody York. Nobody wants yet. to go to the Jets. I know, isn't it funny? Nobody wants to go to the I Jets. I mean, Derek Carr spurned the Jets for the Saints, which I think is a great, great move for him. Well, yeah, I mean, they have talent down there, and yeah, he'll play well down there. Obviously, the weather's better. You know, he's a, he's a warm-weather guy. He stinks. Look at his record in cold weather. It's disastrous. If you look at his right. record, it's awful. He's going to play half his games in the Dome. In the Dome. Right. So and right. other games in, in the South. Right. You know, you look at that division, right? That's a quarterback-awful division. I mean, Carolina has who? No one. Nobody. Right? right now, yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay is Kyle Trask, which sounds like they're punting on the season, you know. And if they stick with Kyle Trask, they're going to be punting a lot. You know, that's a terrible thing to roll with him. And who's the other team? you got Carolina, Tampa, the Saints, and Atlanta has a quarterback. I don't even know who the, who the hell the quarterback is for Atlanta. I don't know, I don't know either. I'm yeah, assuming they're going to well, they're gonna draft one. I'm assuming they're going to draft uh, the kid from Ohio State, you know. Derek Carr just or went into it. they're going to draft the kid from uh, TCU. I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't even know how, how, much, how good these kids are, honestly. Derek Carr just, you know? just, just guaranteed himself 10 wins in a home playoff game. Oh, yeah, they'll do fine. I mean, they're they have gonna enough be, talent be around good. him. Yeah, they have plenty of talent around him. I think their coach him. is a clown, but, you know. But their defense is good. They have a good defense, right? And they have some players around that they can fit. And he'll well, fit they still into have Alvin well. Kamara. They got Michael right. Taylor. Michael Let's Taylor, see, you know, right. Coming I mean, off, you know, he's probably going to be healthy this year for the first time in a couple of years. You know, they kind of nursed him back last year. Right, so. And and then and then Geno Smith. Oh, my God. $105 you million. That? Dollars? The guy has one good year, and he's there for three years for 100, 100. Boy, I tell you. And now Daniel Jones. we got to talk about Daniel Jones after. But Geno Smith, they rewarded him for this year, you know. He had a good season. He had a very good season. But nobody nobody would expect this. I mean, everybody expected Seattle to be, a, you know, a, a doormat. And obviously they had a pretty good season, you know, and almost made the playoffs. So it would have been nice if they had won that game anyway. So, but uh... Apparently there's uh, streaming issues with our show today. It's not 
coming out online. No? I've had multiple people texting me that they can't hear us. They can't hear us? That it keeps starting and stopping, so that's that's too bad. Oh, Bob, where are you? <laughs> 413-445-5943, the number to call right here. At, uh... at least we could talk to ourselves. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of fun, you know? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, meters here. Let's see here. Wait, if okay. you just go to the website, go to 89.7wtbr.com, it works, but... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. I have yeah. no idea. My father was having issues with it this morning. I tried to set it up. And we are experiencing technical to, difficulties. When he went Please to the website, by. it just said website not available. So that's too bad. The website's not available? That's what it said. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, we get to talk. But we get to sit there and talk amongst ourselves here. Hopefully there's a few people trickling around Pittsfield listening well, to Well, hopefully they're on the radio. I mean, uh, you know, that's so strange. I can't believe that. 413 445 If you can hear us, give us a call right there. So, Dan- yeah. so the quarterback carousel. Right. You were going to say Daniel Jones. Oh I cut you off. Sorry, no, go ahead. Well, Daniel Jones, it's like, you know, evidently, like I was reading last night in the paper, they're close to some kind of negotiation. Now, they have the option of franchising him, obviously. Four o'clock today is just tag. Okay. Yep. Did they tag him or no? No, that's the tag deadline. That's right. Today's the tag deadline. So are they going to tag him? What is he going to do? Are they going to tag Barkley? I don't think they should resign Barkley. I really don't. I think it's put your money more into receivers. Put your more money into linebackers. The Giants have no linebacking at all. Their their defense against the run uh, this year was atrocious. So go and and get some assets. You can get a running back. Look at the teams that have won Super Bowls recently. They have have running backs. that One guy was a seventh-round pick for crying out loud for Kansas City. Do you remember the last time the Patriots had a thousand-yard rusher? I can't. And they've won multiple Super Bowls without one. Yeah. Didn't Sonny Michelle run for over 1,000 yards, or am I incorrect I don't, I don't about know. that? I, I'm not sure. Maybe not. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In other words, you don't need you – don't, you don't, Barkley's asking for $10 million. That's crazy. He's 26 years old. Okay, he's still relatively young, but in a, in a running back's life, I mean, I, right. just don't think, I just don't think you sign – I don't think you pay a guy $10,000 as a running back. Running back $10 million seem, as a running back. Sorry. Running back seems to – Running backs seem to hit their, uh, their limit when they're 28, 29. That seems to be their their cap, and Barkley's right near that. I wouldn't give Barkley ten million dollars a year. No, Absolute, it's crazy. Absolutely not. Not another running back position. Forget it. There's so many other holes for the Giants. Linebacker. You could get another corner. Maybe is or Kenny safety. Galladay still in the roster? No, he's gone. They they, they, they cut him. They cut him. Yeah, thank Good. God. What a waste he How was. How many huh? touchdowns did he catch? One. I think so, yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? With all that money that Gettleman shelled out to him. And everybody thought, wow, he's got this guy. He's got a pretty good reputation as a, you know, as a pretty good receiver. And then he just panned out to be garbage. So, so speaking of these quarterbacks, right, Derek Carr to the Saints. Now the Raiders are sitting there. And Josh McDaniel says, Garoppolo? I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I want a quarterback that's going to be here long-term for 10 years. Well, who's guaranteeing that that uh, Josh McDaniels is going to be there longer than one more year. <laughs> I don't year. think he should be there I at mean, all. I mean, if you're a team quarterback ready, court, uh, quarterback needed, excuse right, right, me, right. Aaron Rodgers has still got it. You know, I mean, he's 39. But what does he He'll won? give you three years. But what has he won in the last 12? Because he's won nothing. Okay, he's MVP. I understand that. But what has he won in the playoffs? Even last year, he had a chance to go to the playoffs with a wouldn't mediocre you, team. And they couldn't beat the Lions at home. Who would you take, Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo? I'd take Aaron Rodgers in two seconds. Well, depend. Yeah, well, depend. Of course. I mean, you're talking about. I didn't stall. I didn't stall his own dark room for him in the <laughs> locker room. You know. Of course, the, the the thing is that when you look at Aaron Rodgers, though, you say to myself, you know, what has he won? What? what when was the last time he won a big game? A long time ago. A long time ago. He hasn't won a big game in years. They had the one seed. He lost two straight championship games at home. At home. Yeah. Right. 
Right, both to Tampa and San Francisco. So I'm, I'm saying, and I get sick of hearing, well, you didn't have enough receivers and so forth like that. It's, it's, it's BS, I mean, to me, you know? Win a game at home for crying. He couldn't even beat the Lions at home. They would have gone to the playoffs after having a pretty mediocre season, you know? I think the Lions are the favorites in that division now, by the way. I really do. I mean, Maybe. I, th- I think they're going to draft a quarterback, but I think that Jared Goff can play in the NFL. Well, yeah, we, he'd always, he always play. I always thought he was very overrated, though. I mean, I, I like, he should have beaten the Patriots. I mean, he had guys wide open in that game. I think they could have killed the Patriots in the Super Bowl. They, they couldn't even score. I like he's, Dan he the man terrible. eating kneecap Campbell, too. I love that guy. <laughs> he just he makes you want to run through a brick wall for him. I oh, love yeah. the coach. Well, we we loved him in New York when he was backing up, you know, playing tight end. I mean, he was a he was, uh, you know, pretty good player, good blocker, you know. But yeah, he's not a, he did a great job last year. He really did a great job. So another situation is Lamar Jackson. He wants the he wants Deshaun Watson money. There's a guy and the Jets to, the Jets should go after is Lamar Jackson. If, if if the Ravens don't come to a deal with him by four o'clock today, they should tag him and trade him. And I think the Jets will be a prime spot because that's out of his control. I think that's the best way the Jets are going to get a quarterback is if they get you know they trade for him. Right, right. Nobody wants to go as a free agent to the New York Football Jets. But could you imagine the Jets starting this next coming season again with Zach Wilson, Mike no. White, and Joe Flacco? No, but they I, have, Mike, Mike they, White's a good backup, though. He's a good backup, but he's not a good starter. Well, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a tough guy. I mean, he certainly you know, proved that that he's he's gutsy and he goes out there and he, you know you can win some games with him. But I do I do I think he's a you know a number one starting quarterback, you know, world class like franchise quarterback. No, but I do think that the Jets, unfortunately. You know, they're having some trouble figuring out what they're going to do at this point. They got Zach Wilson. They don't know what to do with him at this point. So, I mean, if you get Aaron Rodgers, the only thing is you have to give up a lot of assets for Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to have picks and so forth. The whole idea of signing Carr was just getting Carr to sign, and that's it. No assets, no picks, nothing coming back, you know, at all from, from the Raiders. So that's the thing. And that's what made, to me, Derek Carr a more attractive signing. You still got Baker Mayfield out there. I think Baker Mayfield could be a serviceable quarterback for a team, you know, with a good running game where he doesn't have to throw 30 or 40 times. You put him in play action passes. I mean, you know, but uh, I don't know what the Jets are going to do, quite frankly. It always seems like the Jets have an issue of trying to figure out everything, and especially the quarterback for so many, many years. So I, I heard that the Raiders are, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, knocking on the door to the New England Patriots about Mac Jones. Josh McDaniels coached him his, his oh, rookie was, year. Is he a free agent? No, he's, oh, he's got trade, trade oh, ability. Oh, just, oh, to trade him. Okay. He, the, the, he's not very well liked, apparently, in that building. And uh, I just read a report the wow. other day that uh, uh, coaches were told to take it easy on him when he made mistakes <laughs> this past year because he's Wait sensitive. Wait a second. He's Look sensitive. who he played up in Alabama, for crying out loud. I, I just think that he, uh, he got put in a terrible position with Matt Patricia calling the play calls. But... I'm not a Mac Jones fan. I don't think he's very good. I think we saw his ceiling his rookie year. Yeah. I think we saw yeah. his floor last year. And if you're telling me somewhere in the middle of those is what he's going to be as a level for a quarterback in the in the National Football League for a few years, I don't think it's anything special. And I just think that uh, he's another Alabama quarterback product that just – you know, I mean, systematic quarterback, systematic right, quarterback. Right, right. I mean, that's that's what everybody called Brady. But, but look, Brady went and won another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. You know, everybody called Brady a system quarterback. But I just don't think Mac Jones is that good. No, he's just, I mean, no, he's. I mean, I, I wouldn't put him on the top ten of quarterbacks in the, in the league for sure. He's probably more at the, you know, bot. bot I wouldn't say he, I'd say he's poor middle, like Daniel Jones, middle ground and so forth. I I'd mean, love to see the Patriots do something stupid and go trade for Aaron Rodgers. 
<laughs> I really would. I think that would be that would oh be awesome. God. I would love it. But isn't that stupid though that that Daniel Jones's agent is asking for forty forty five million dollars? I mean, let's, let's, be, let's ask: Is Daniel Jones the guy that beat Minnesota with their lousy defense, or is he the guy that stunk the following week against Philadelphia? I mean, I mean, the thing is, in the NF, the thing though is in the NFC. If you look in the NFC right now. There's barely any quarterbacks. So the Giants signed Daniel Jones. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC. Go look through the whole NFC. There's hardly any quarterbacks. Everything's in the AFC. So if, if the Giants signed Daniel Jones, the pathway to getting further in the playoffs is certainly, you know, open with Daniel Jones playing. I mean, he's played well this year. And I like what Kafka did with him. I like what, you know, obviously what Coach did with him, with Coach Dable. So I don't know, man. There's room for improvement, you know, in certain situations. But when you look at the, the improvement as far as not turning the ball over, throwing some touchdowns, using his feet. I mean, they did a great job coaching him. So who else are they going to sign? Are you going to keep Tyrod Taylor and let him start? Or are you going to go sign somebody else? Are you going to go draft a quarterback next year in next year's class? I don't know really, really what they're going to do. So to me, I was reading they're pretty close to signing him. How much they're going to give him, I don't know. How long the contract's going to be, I have no idea. But if they're going to franchise him, then you can't franchise Barkley. You can only franchise one guy at this point. I, I would just let Barkley go because I just think they're wasting their money. If he's asking for $10 million, forget him. Let him walk, you know? Did you read this coming preseason in August, this coming, that Tyra Taylor's foot's going to get run over by a golf cart? <laughs> That's just what happens with Tyra Taylor. Know, the guy so, is the victim of such bad luck, terrible man. Injury it's, pro, terrible you know, injury prone. Terrible injury prone. I like him. He's good. He doesn't yes. turn the ball over, but he can't stay him. He gets he's stabbed. He's not a big guy, He's stabbed in the uh, lung, yeah. getting a cortisone shot, which paved the way for your guy Justin yeah, Herbert, the you know? Yeah, 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 I remember so. Man, 413-445-5943 doesn't say we're on out there yet. I can't believe this, man. We're back after 2 weeks and all of a sudden we're like we got some meters. I don't the meters aren't re- running very particularly high right now at the board, so I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's going on here. 1018 right here on uh, Berkshire Sports now with Cronin and Zook and uh we're going to take a little time out, come back. Got to talk about the Knicks on a roll, nine in a row, and the Celtics uh, beating the Celtics twice. Uh, you know, <laughs> Bob just said the streaming is back up again. Oh, it is? So. Okay, good. Yep, good. Stream, there you go. Thanks, Bob. Bob can come in here if he wants to join us to talk about the Celtics and the Knicks. You know, it's funny with the Knicks, um, it's amazing. Like, they got Josh Hart, and, and since then they haven't lost. And Randall's been playing great. And then Brunson sat. You guys played. With the with your with your whole team and we play without our best player Brunson still managed to win, and just watching it, watching the overtime, just watching the game in general, like nobody plays defense. I couldn't believe Emmanuel quickly had 38 points the other night, right? Emmanuel quickly, and I'm going and I'm watching the highlights of the game. I say like I follow the, the end of the game and the overtime, and I'm watching the end of the game, and like quickly's like going through guys like that, like he's running through a slalom, like for ski slalom. It looked ridiculous. Nobody wants to play defense on it at all, but we'll come back. We'll talk you know, about that. You know, yeah. I looked. I looked yeah. at the box score last night, and, and yeah. you know, and this morning I was listening to, to uh, Mad Dog Radio, right, right. And, and I get the update every oh, half hour. Reluso, yeah. And they kept talking about Damian Lillard scored forty points last night. Oh, big game for Damian Lillard, forty points. I look at the box scores, fourteen for thirty-four. Yep, that's bad. It's probably three pointers from hell. Three pointer, three pointer, three pointer. Do you know the Celtics shot fifty-nine three pointers? That's why those think about this. The Knicks lost, the Knicks missed ten free throws the other night. I, I never heard of that when I was growing up. A, t- a team missing ten free throws in a basketball game. So they missed ten free throws. The Knicks which were a terrible free throw shooting team, and Boston took almost, I believe, more than fifty nine three pointers in that game. That's ridiculous. They lost. If you would have taken, if you would have taken five shots or four shots from fifteen feet, if Al Horford, do you like Al Horford shooting a three at the end there? 
No. And it's a wide open look, but it's Al Horford shooting a three. He was six for eight a couple nights ago from but three. But, but, but why not tie, try to tie the game with a quick, with a, I tell, with a quick I tell, two? I tell you what, if I'm a Knicks fan and I draw the Celtics in the first or second round of the playoffs. I'm feeling confident. I'm happy. Yeah. They've uh, beat them three in a row. Yeah. Is I it would, three in a row now? Three in yeah, a row. Yeah, it is three in a row. You're right. Yep. Back to backs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, like when I watch the Celtics, I think of all the talent that they have on the floor. And Tatum, who can break down guys, is taking chucking three pointers every five. It's like, what are you doing? And some of these shots, they're not just like wide open threes. He just like will just get the ball and yeah. just chuck it. Like it'd be like me taking like a uh, bag of groceries and throwing it towards. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. That's how stupid it is. It's like I just watch some. I, I watched some of these games and then Grant Williams last night. Right. Said he goes, I'm gonna make these two free throws, and then what does he do? He goes up to line, he misses both free throws. And by it's the a way, free throw. throw. Right. You should well, make. Oh, by the way, those. Right. By the way, how many how many free throws do you think the Celtics had against the Knicks the other night? I don't know. About 17. That's ridiculous. That's it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, about 17 or 18 free throws the yeah. whole entire game. That's ridiculous. That means you're just bombing shots from the outside. You're not even thinking cohesively about how to get the ball inside, how to draw contact, how to get to the foul line. The game has become literally so stupid to watch. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I grew up with the Knicks. I mean, I remember the 73 championship team. I remember teams, you know, I remember the 70s and the 80s where guys actually facilitated the basketball. See, the difference is, is the game was dominated by big men back there. It's not dominated by big men anymore. I, yes, Giannis I dominates don't, I, I don't and know. Jokic, okay, but the exception is there's not – that facilitation through the through the through the uh, post anymore. Nobody posts. I don't understand why the Celtics why have a guy post? like why they why the Celtics have a guy like Robert Williams, you know, and their, then, their center, uh, and they don't utilize him as much as they could. He shot a three the other right, day. I'm going, what the hell are you threes, doing? Which to me is you an know, advantage, right? But and he can't shoot threes. You look at his stat line f- throughout the season. You look at every box score. He doesn't have any three point attempts. He shot a three the other day. I'm going, what the hell are you doing? We, you right. know why not? Like you said, why not utilize points in the paint? Why not utilize big guys? I mean, I mean you know, Tatum can drive to the hoop. Jalen Brown can drive to the hoop. Al who? Al Horford can right. play in the paint. What, why, I mean, why, they why have so many. Win? They have so many big dudes. Right. But yet all they decide to do is jack threes. Right. And so ridiculous. It's so awful. It is. And it makes the game so stagnant. Like, there's no motion or movement to the game. It's like, like Emmanuel quickly the other night, he had 38 points. He gets the boy, dribbles up, passes one time, dribbles up back, and chucks the three. And I made the shots. But, I mean, like, there's no... It's boring. There's, there's no, it's boring. It's, it's like, it's like I love the NHL. I love hockey more than anything in the whole world. It's my favorite sport. But it'd be like watching hockey and watching the All-Star game where nobody hits. hits. You know what the problem is? The game is not physical anymore. The NBA is not physical. And, therefore, it's boring to me. I don't care if the final score is 89-79 or 89-83. As long as I see good defense, you don't even see any kind of defense now. Now you're seeing scores are like 147 to 113. The Knicks scored 142 points against the Nets last week. 76ers, 147, Pacers, 143 last night. I'm so sick night. of watching guys go down the lane with nobody playing defense. Whatever happened to hard foul? You can't even hard foul anymore. Here, look at these, look at these box scores I got right here, okay? It's joke, yeah. 76ers, 147, Pacers, 143. Cavaliers, 118, Celtics, 114. Was that a regulation? Yes. Okay. Heat, 130, Hawks, 128. That's what kids like. Trailblazers, 110, Pistons, 104. All six games here. Yep. Each team scored 100-plus points. 
Right. No defense. There's no defense. None. But it's it, gone. And it's not even defense, too. It's defense and it's physicality of the game. I mean, I miss the physical nature of professional basketball. That's what was great. It was made it was because it was physical. And now, the refs the refs are douchebags, too. I'm sorry, <laughs> but they are. They, I mean, come on. Can you say bags on the air? Okay. <laughs> 413-445-5943. I guess we're streaming up again if somebody wants to give us a call. That's why right I want to talk love about the to pitch clock. Yeah, we want to talk about pitch clock. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more, more about the NBA, and then we'll talk about the ridiculous, insane pitch clock, which Sean likes. I like it to a point, and sometimes I don't like it. He loves it. I, I don't like it because I, I think baseball is just baseball, but that's okay. All right, we'll be back in a little bit, so stick around right here on WTBR. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. Check it out. It's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Bridger County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. 
Sometimes, all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. Hipster. WTBR. Oh, yes, we are back here, Cronin and the Zuck. And we have a very special guest joining us right now, live on the line, as promised. Well, we didn't promise, but it's uh, it's good to have him anyway. Ralphie Romeo. Robbie, you want to hook him up here? Yeah, hey, Ralph. Good morning. How are you? We there? We there? We got gotcha. you. You got to hit the button. I think he's... Oh, he's, he's gone now. Okay. We hung up on him. Call, Call us back, Ralphie. Call us back, you brother. Sorry this about that. This whole thing is crazy in here. Yeah, we got a crazy day. We're not, we're not chemists. We're just radio broadcasters, okay? <laughs> we try, though. We try, yeah. I, I, missed, <laughs> I missed I had to hang, up, hang back the phone there, so so just give us a try back there. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the spontaneous Jeopardy theme song. That's right. Here at 1028 right now on WTBR. So, yeah, we're just waiting for Ralph to call back. So we were starting to talk about this pitch clock nonsense. I love it. You I love, love it. it. Okay. It, it, uh, my father is not a big fan of baseball. I mean, he, he likes watching baseball. He likes watching it with me because I know the game through and through. Right, I know right, it in right. and out. But uh, it's, it, it's, it's brought up the speed. It makes things quicker. You don't have to see guys every pitch get out of the batter's box, adjust their jock strap, <laughs> you know, you know, do the whole Nomar routine. We haven't seen a guy like Nomar in quite some right, time. Right. But it, it it speeds it up. I, I, I enjoy it. And I, I like the fact that the uh you know, that the uh umpires are, are enforcing it as, as as hardcore as they are. Tell Ralph we didn't bang up on him, tell him to call us. Ralphie, call, we call, did call, not hang up call, on you, I, by the way, brother. An accident, Robbie so doesn't know what he's doing with the phones <laughs> over there. So give us a call back, brother. I thought if there. you hang up, I thought if you put it on and you hang up the phone and then but I realized the phone's gonna go if you hang it up. So there you go. So anyway. If but you don't call us, we will ban your show from existence. <laughs> don't listen to WPAT. Just kidding, Ralphie. Give us a call, man. I got we're drop here. It. Yeah, we're here, so Chris Sale pitched yesterday. Yep. Brought him out of, uh, you know, break glass in case of emergency. That He looked really good. If he stays healthy, he's a great pitcher. But the question is, he's going to stay healthy. He it's... is the wild card of that team. James Paxton pitched a couple days ago, <laughs> inning and two-thirds, and then got pulled out with a grade, a grade one hamstring. It's like the over-the-hill gang. I mean, yeah. these guys. Yeah. If you told me five years ago, there, right, we, go. there, we, go. Okay. there we go. There we go. All right. Are you there, Ralph? Okay, there you go, man. Good right. morning, Ralph. Sorry about that. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You got to come up here and teach Robbie how to run the boards. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm doing a great job. He needs to be a producer and host as well. That is, the mo- that is the most difficult thing about being on the radio, running the boards. Well, maybe come up and teach him a lesson Wait and a take second. us to, a, really take us to Wait, a steak I'm, dinner. We'd be well, happy to have you. Wait, I'm really good at producing. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not bad at all, man. Started out producing. You're the on-air talent. You shouldn't have to do those things. Exactly, right. We have to hire somebody to produce, right? Well, hopefully we'll get a multiple phone line. We've been waiting forever. We can get Bob Heck to come in here and produce for us. Exactly. Bob can break. (laughs) (laughs) All you need is the smoke. There you go. There you go. (laughs) What's going on, Ralph? What's going on, man? What do you think of this pitch clock? I I can't can't tell you I heard the first part of the program because I certainly did not. 
I actually realized you were on the air about five minutes ago. I just forgot. Well, that's all right. Don't worry about it. The streaming wasn't working in the beginning anyway, so you didn't miss much. You just missed us talking to each other. A lot of coughing. I did hear the pitch clock, and uh, I think it's ridiculous that you have to police these guys and make them throw the ball to the plate. I agree. I hate it. See, to me, Rob, Robbie, I'm with you on this. I think I heard your remarks. Apparently I'm in the minority here. If you teach these guys to play the game at the right pace in the minors, high school, college, whatever right. the case may be, when they get to the show, they get to the big leagues, they're going to find they know how to play the game right, and that's the way it should be. Exactly. But I guess it's an exercise in futility, right? Ralph, let me ask you a question, okay? Yep. The, the Red Sox just signed Kenley Jansen, closer. He was a closer for the yep. Dodgers for a lot of years, and then he was a closer for the Braves last year. One of the best relief pitchers in the game. They just gave him a two-year, $32 million contract, and he is recorded as the slowest pitcher in baseball. Takes between 35 to 40 seconds in between every pitch. Is there a, is there a way that, you know, that drives me out of my mind. Okay, and then you, you get know, the guy standing there, and then the batter all of a sudden will call a timeout, step out of the box. So I don't care about that. You know, do, I mean, do, can we find a compromise? Because it, it gets dreadfully boring when that happens. you, you got to get a coach to be on the guy and say, throw the damn ball. Right. See, there's something about baseball that has no time constraints. Exactly. That, makes it, that sets it apart from the other games. Before you know it, well, here's what's coming, guys. Right. You're going to get a little uh, computer behind home plate. Yep. The umpire is going to be obsolete. Yep. You're going to get all kinds of things happening in the game that's supposed to be so beautiful, set apart from the others. You're going to destroy the game, and that's exactly what they're doing. Well, I totally what agree. Do you think about the, what do you think about the shift? I love the shift. But but they're already finding ways to to expose the rule. They're I mean they're right. bringing in an outfielder. You know, Sticking if you, get, if you get like a Joey Gallo coming up, you know, a left-handed batter, they're bringing in the left the left fielder to play like a fifth infielder spot. You know, they're 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 finding ways to go around the right, rule. Right. I mean, if I see I have to see Boone bringing an outfielder, I'm going to go bananas the first time he does. How that. about how about the bigger bags? Oh, that's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. What are we, oh, so bigger bags are supposed to encourage stealing? How does bigger bags do that? They encourage them you know in stealing. They're supposed to be playing the game right and stealing bases. What would you, you hear, Ralph? You know that guy that puts out my pillow? Yes. Mike Lindell, course, my Mike man. Lindell, yeah. right. He's, he's making baseball bags now. <laughs> to sleep on? <laughs> you know, that's what they look like. They're going to be uh, 10 by 10. And you're not even going to have to go to second base. You'll be there already. <laughs> it's like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's what it looks like for crying out loud. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But nothing matches this one thing I'm going to tell you about yeah, right now. Yeah, that's hilarious. He, the, the, he's he's, the, he's going to accuse the umpires of, uh, of uh, you know, fraud somehow. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Mike Lindell, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you throw you throw over to first. How many times? Now you got to correct me on this. Twice. Is it two times maximum or three times? Twice. See, but that Twice. takes away from everything that baseball's about. It takes away from the from the pitcher and the and the runner, you know, playing a game with each other a little bit. I mean, and, that was a beautiful you know, thing. Then you know, ago. after you throw over twice, the guy's going to go. Yeah, I mean, how are they going to police that? Right, it's so stupid. The whole thing's ridiculous. I mean, what makes baseball so great and spontaneous? You know what? Think about this, right? It's the seventh game of a World Series. You're in the batter's box. The crowd's, you know, really loud, and there's a big moment there. Guy steps out of the batter's box, you know, and stuff. I mean, that's the spontaneousness and beautiful, you know, 
you know, idea of what baseball is all about. I'm like, I'm trying to get the words in here, but I'm like Ro- trying Ro- to think. Rob like, Manfred's about as intelligent as a can of tomato soup. <laughs> the, the whole I mean, idea, seriously. yeah, the whole idea is, is spontaneity, Ralph. And we're taking away all that spontaneity by by trying to rule everything, and, and it bothers me. I agree with you 100. I don't like it. I mean, you know, you have to change the rules for a generation of millennials who can't pay attention to more than five minutes about anything. But they love basketball. They love the NBA. They love the fact that you can take 30 shots from 30 feet out. I mean, they love that, right? But baseball let's is boring. Go the, let's go to the NBA. What should, we, what, should we, wait, what should we do? What should we do with golf? Should we start using golf carts to speed up golf suddenly? Suddenly we don't have par fives. We have par threes. We have, you know, I don't know, 12, 12 holes instead of 18 holes. I mean, when is it going to? You know, when are people going to stop well, being was, so spoiled? I, I watched the final round of the tournament on Sunday. It looked like the guy took 10 minutes to take a chip shot. But what's, he but just what, kept what, walking what, around. What does it to, matter? What does it I'd matter? Actually a, I'd actually rather have a canker sore than play around the golf. It's not really my thing. But, <laughs> but what does that? What does it matter though? Like, what does it matter if you know what's great about baseball? You listen on the radio, listen to TV. Okay, it's the middle of the inning. You get up, you want to make a sandwich. You get back, you sit down. I mean, that's what that's baseball. You know, it's not. It's there's no time limit. It's also a great invention called the pause button. You can pause the game too if you feel like it. Exactly. There you go. You can record it. I mean. I don't know, Ralph. I agree with you. I think it's ridiculous that, that we have to have a generation of people that can't pay attention, that we have to have a, a clock to speed up the game and make the game faster. Just start the games earlier. Now start the games here's, at here's a, here's a question for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Okay? So you talk about these games are going from maybe uh, three and a half hours to maybe two hours and 40 minutes, three hours. They stop selling beer in the seventh inning, right? That makes sense. How about, how about a game... That uh, you're an hour and thirty minutes in in the bottom of the seventh inning, and they stop selling beer. What's that? What are the beer vendors going to think of that? Yeah, but you don't want people driving about, home drunk about, either. Well, think about that though. I mean, if, if they're trying to quit speed and speed up the game, I mean, Ralph, what do you make of that? Well, you know, again, you're policing everything. You know, it's really a. It's kind of like a microcosm of society, Sean. You know, we, we, you got to put rules and regulations for things that people should know how to do already. And, uh, you know, the game itself is a slow game. It's kind of, uh, you, go, you go to a ballpark to, to all the amenities there are these days. The last thing on these people's minds, Sean, is to watch a ball game. They're in the, they're in the you know, they're by the concession stands. They're doing everything else. For watching a ball game. I love baseball the way it used to be played. I can't even watch a game anymore. And you know, you brought up basketball, and I'll let you go with this. The last thought that I have on basketball. Um, you know, back in the old days, they didn't play much defense either. You know, uh, in the days of uh, George Mikan and these guys, they, they, they threw up a bunch of shots. They're playing a very loose game. Then in the 80s and the 90s, it got very tight with a lot of hand-checking, a lot of defense being played. Now it's going back in the other direction. Uh, the NBA, is, it's, it's gone full cycle. I, I think the NBA is going in. There has to be some uh, happy medium there. You've got to get the physicality back in the game, but yet you don't want it to be a hand-checking game where everybody's all tied up. So there is some happy medium there. Uh, maybe you want to discuss that. I'll, I'll let you guys go, and I appreciate it. Are you on the air tonight? I'll be on the air tonight, be on the air uh, Good. tomorrow. And okay. Friday. WPAT 930 from uh, 6 to 8? Yeah, from 6, six, six to 7, actually. 6 to 7, okay. Yeah. We'll be tuning in. Cool, man. Say hi to Sin, all right? Take, Say take hi to Sin. Thanks, bro. Yep. Lots of love, man. All right, bro. Thanks. All right. That's uh, Always good to hear from buddy Ralph uh, Romeo absolute, there. Absolutely. Yep. So, 
Yeah, it's nice to hear from Ralph. I, so. I, I, you know, I kind of go, I kind of waver on this pitch clock thing. You know, fifty-fifty, a little right, bit. Right. No, I understand. I, mean, I understand. I, 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 I like the fact that it picks up the pace of the game right. because the game can go gruelingly slow yes, sometimes. I, I agree, but it, it, but at the same time, it's it's the only sport that has never had a clock. So I kind of, I kind of Jekyll and Hyde it. Uh, in my, no, you know, I, no, like, I, I kind of go yes, key, yeah. I kind of go yes. Pitch clock, good. Move it along, but it, then at the same time, I go, okay, this is garbage because the guy just stepped in the box and the umpire goes, it points at the guy and he gives him a called strike or a point at the pitcher and say that's an automatic ball, automatic strike. Like I go back and forth. For the most part, I like it, but it's one of those things I just. It's going to take some getting used to. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, I, I I think Rob Manfred is, like I said, is about as intelligent as a can of tomato soup. <laughs> I, I think he has no clue what the hell he's doing. Um, it's just one of those things. I don't know what to think. I mean, Chris Sale uh, got donked with a ball, an automatic ball yesterday. And Chris Sale is one of the fastest working pitchers in baseball. Right, right. He literally he said he never shakes off a catcher. He gets a call, he throws it. Right. He never shakes off a catcher, and he gets an automatic ball call because he didn't uh, set quick enough. See, I never thought about those things. Like I laughed with guys like Mike Hargrove when I was a kid. You know, Steve Traxel was a guy who took forever to pitch the ball. I mean, I understand people get frustrated with the uh, how long the games are, and if you go and take your kids like at six thirty at night, you know, you, you, you know, with a three hour game, and it's a little bit late and so forth. They did start the games earlier now, but I mean, why don't they start the games at six ten instead of seven ten? Well, you get people a chance to get home, have dinner, get to the ballpark. I mean, yeah, there's a happy medium there. Obviously, people yeah. going to work and coming home, but I mean, they've been starting games at like six. 35 sometimes at Yankee Stadium and so forth. So they have made the games a little earlier and so forth. But I think that just the mentality of, for myself at least, you know, growing up in baseball being like, you know, I'll be 58 years old in two weeks, okay? And I've seen so much baseball in my lifetime. I just never thought about that. When a guy pitches over and pitches over and throws over to the first base, I always thought it's like, well, this is just baseball. This is, you know, the kind of the game that's played between the pitcher and, and the guy, you know, at first base. And I, the idea of making the bases bigger, how does that induce base stealing? I, I, I'm confused by that, quite I, frankly. I, I don't get it either. I mean, I don't understand. I don't it. get it either because they think they're going to get their hands in there quicker. I, I mean, I don't get it. Like, I just, I don't little, understand. Little, little things like that are stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, mean so now, so now the pitcher gets twenty seconds, and the batter gets fifteen, or the, or the pitcher gets fifteen, and the batter gets twenty, whatever it is. I mean, how do you figure that out? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It, you know, it's it's, and the thing is too, it's it's. What happens they, they when a guy gets have, called for a violation in a big game like it happened with the Braves and the Red Sox? What happens with that? Thing? Right. The guy got called on a strikeout to end the game. Right. So what's happened then? But the right. thing is, like, if a guy's in the box, right. okay, and he's got his bat, if he's not staring at the pitcher with six seconds, it's a strike. I mean, what is that? I mean, the pitcher ought to just throw a pitch. If he's not right. staring at him, just 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 throw a pitch. Yeah, I just don't you know, like I, it's, it. It's 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 I, I, like I said, I'm 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 back and forth on it. Right. I really no, I, no, I really I don't have a clear cut uh, opinion yet. I like it mostly, but at the same time, it's the only sport that hasn't ever had a right. Clock. And that's what I'm saying. It makes it so different. Like again, what are you going to do with golf? You're going to speed golf up. Golf's a slow, methodical sport. It, it's always been that way. We don't have golf carts. You know, but guys are walking. So many... I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Guys walking up the fairway at eighteen. I mean, imagine them driving up a golf cart. 
There's 18, so, I mean, come on. But there's so many things that go Gallery's into a pitch. clapping. There's so many things that go into a pitch clock, though. Like I said, the beer sales. Right. You know, they stopped selling beer in the seventh inning. What if the game went a, a, an hour and 20 minutes through seven innings? All of a sudden, people can't go get a beer anymore? And then let's say it goes to extra innings, and you get a 13, 14 no, I hate game. Them. I hate when they serve alcohol at games anyway. I think it's unnecessary, but that's okay. You, you don't like a, you don't like serving well, beer. Well, at no, I, I don't. But you, but at least you should. Yeah, but you know what? If you drink responsibly at a game, that's fine. You know. Well, the thing if is, you're a slouch. You're drinking 15 beers and getting your car and go. You, you got to you know, be pretty, that's, that. I got a problem with. You got to be pretty rich to drink at a baseball game anyway. Oh my God, I think last ridiculous. time I went to Yankee Stadium, they only sold like 24 ounce cans, oh, it's and crazy. they were like 18. Oh, it's nuts. I mean, I remember. So you got to you got to yeah. take out a small mortgage to. Oh you yeah. Know, to, to be able to drink. I remember Sue and I going to. I remember Sue and I going to Yankee Stadium with Derek Jeter's last week. Um, you know, before we went up to to Fenway, and we saw him play, and I think I paid twenty dollars for two hot dogs and two sodas. By the way, my <laughs> my father crazy. just messaged me. It's six inches shorter between the bases than it used to be. What? Six inches shorter. They may, oh well, but, except, because they, because they, of the, because they extended ba- base bases. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I, I wanted to bring <laughs> up a, I wanted to bring up a quite a, 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 just a little bit of history here. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, a little baseball may. history here. Here we go. Okay, so okay. on this day. In 1857, okay. Major League Baseball made each game nine innings. I have to pull up the stat here. Well, I went up to, have you been to the Baseball the, Hall the of Fame, stream, by the way? The streaming doesn't work, and now my phone Sean, have you been to the Hall of Fame? I've been to the Hall of Fame four times. Oh, okay, so you've been this, up there, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. all right. Here we go. Right. National pastime took the familiar format that baseball fans know today with nine players per team and nine innings per game on this day in history, March 7th, 1857. Wow. My father sent me that this morning. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was my mom's birthday yesterday. We went, went out and had some fun. Hey, so, Kevin yeah. Larkin, if you're listening, that's a little, I don't know if you brought that up on your show this morning, but that's a little history for you too, pal. Does Kevin have a show? He does one every every month on WSBS. Oh, good for him. That's yeah. awesome. Down at yeah. SBS? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. With Jesse and those guys, yeah, yeah he does it with guys. Jesse every, every uh, once a month. Jesse he's, Stewart he's really is good. the man, man. That's my Jesse's my, great. That's my lifeline to Kiss. I get all the information on the Kiss concerts and everything. Yeah, Jesse. Kev, Kevin is my good friend. He writes a lot of uh, a lot of books. He's a baseball historian. He's our baseball historian of the. Well, Burkers. maybe we got to get him in in the studio. So, Kevin, we got to get you in the studio here to talk baseball. Now it's baseball season coming up pretty soon in spring training. So. And uh, come into the studio and sit down. We'll, we'll get you on there for like a half an hour or whatever. We'll sit down and talk. Because I love talking baseball. I mean, I really do. I love talking about the history of the sport. I'll tell you, one of my favorite books is Glory of Their Times. And I just saw a video of Glory of Their Times. So they basically took Lawrence Ritter's book and they put it into videos. And I just saw this video with Honus Wagner as a coach teaching. I mean, there's some amazing things on YouTube. You can find games. I saw the 1952 World Series um, between the Dodgers and, and the and the uh, and the Yankees. I mean, there's so many things to watch on YouTube as far as um, great games. I watched great old basketball games. I watched the 70s. I watched the the 86 championship between the the uh, you know the Celtics and the Houston Rockets when basketball was actually like a real sport when guys moved on the floor. And Larry, you know, Larry Bird never stopped moving. You watch Larry Bird, he never stopped moving. So it's pretty amazing. I got to talk about this though. I got to talk. I mean, obviously, Patty Kane comes about my Rangers. Patty Kane comes to the Rangers, and obviously, I haven't won a game yet. But the Bruins, I've been on a pace that is just unbelievably remarkable. They are forty-nine and eight. They are in a pace to win more games and have more points than any other team in, in NHL history. 
Obviously, if they don't win the Stanley Cup, it's a big disappointment. Right. But I mean, they added some really great players at the end. I mean, they get a they get a Dmitry Orlov from Washington, a terrific defenseman, a top four defenseman, and they go out because of the injuries to Felino and the injuries to Taylor Hall. They go out and they get a Tyler Bertuzzi, who's a really good player from Detroit. So they added more to this team. It's been unbelievable. I mean, they've only lost eight regular regulation games all season and only five games in overtime. It's just it's remarkable what they've done. So, but uh, they're on a historic pace at this point. But uh, it's uh, it was it was tough watching the game the other day because I was watching it and the Rangers played a pretty good game but they couldn't score and Olmark has been unbelievable. He's got a 188 goals against average, which is incredible, and a 935 save percentage. That was like Igor last year, except Igor's goals against wasn't one 188 is just ridiculous. I mean, it's just remarkable what they've what, what they've done this season. Jeremy Swayman's had a great year backing him up. I think he's like 24 and two as a backup goalie. So. Pretty amazing what the Bruins have done, but I, I'm getting psyched for for the playoffs. I mean, we're only like what maybe I think there's maybe I think maybe 20 games left, and then uh, April it all starts. So that's fun. My my favorite sport, and I I love the NHL playoffs. It's intense. It's great, guys. And by the way, we didn't talk about this. You know, the Celtics rested all three starters last night. All right. This load management crap. You don't see that in the NHL. They're thinking about it, but. If you're a, if you're a fan and you go and you're in Cleveland last night and you say wow and let's say you're a Celtics fan that lives in Cleveland and you waited all year you spent four hundred dollars with your family for for tickets concessions driving gas etc and Jason Tatum sitting his ass down on the bench while you're sitting there in the stands wanting him to play it reminds it's me it's ridiculous of, it reminds me of the peak San Antonio Spurs it is ridiculous when they used to rest you right know, remember Duncan, that crap yeah yeah. It's, yeah. it's BS, man. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, you, the fans come to see you every night. It'd be like me doing a show. It'd be like me you know, either performing or acting and saying, well, you know what? I really don't want to go on stage tonight. Let somebody else do that. I mean, The, the excuse they had is uh, they didn't get to the hotel in Cleveland until 2.30 in the morning. Oh, How many a, times I've gotten to a hotel at give 2.30 in the morning break. and gotten up the next day exactly. and gone to work at break. 7 a.m.? And these guys, these guys yeah. don't have to go to work till 8 p.m.? Come on. Right, and they're, not, and they're making so much money, it's ridiculous. Where's your responsibility to the fans? Where's, to you know, dribble what? a ball, and not please. Only, and not only that, where's, where's the responsibility to yourself? Where's, where is the, where is the, like... That Profes- blows. professionalism that blows of being an NBA player. Of course it, it blows does. as a fan. It's ridiculous. I would ask for my money back. Yeah. I really would. I would too. I mean, seriously, that's a load of garbage. It is a, it is a bunch of garbage. It really is. And it's, and it's in the NBA, and they do it. And the way they do it in baseball is ridiculous. Like, DJ LeMay will have a 10-game hitting streak and be on fire in the boon and go, well, we rested him today. Why? You guy's hot. What are you sitting him for? All right, so let's, let's yeah. baseball. Yep. Okay? Yankees. Yep. Carlos Rodon yep. got bombed in his first spring training start. Five earned runs. He'll be okay. He said he's working on getting his velocity back. Okay. That I can understand. But Chris Sale hasn't thrown a pitch in two years, and he's throwing 96. Okay. But here's the thing. Rodon's coming up injuries, too, though. Why is Zach Britton still a free agent? Why is he not in the Yankees' bullpen? Because he's had too many injuries and he's making too much money. They were paying, he's not gonna, he's but they not paid gonna, him a ton of money. They were paying but so he's much a money. Free agent in the middle of March, he could probably Nobody get him for two him. million dollars. Well, he's probably, you know what? They think he's damaged goods. It's the same thing with Chapman. Chapman's not damaged goods, but nobody wanted Chapman. Well, so Chapman's Kansas, a royal, right? Yeah, he'll be sitting there. There'll be like fifty games under five hundred. Did you see his picture? No, no. What Looks do you like do? he put on sixty pounds. Wow. Yeah. Maybe. But they said he's still hitting ninety nine. Look, he's you know what? When he's on, he's really good. But when Who's he's off, he's terrible. Clay Holmes? Is that the closer? Probably, yeah. yeah. I, well, the thing is, Michael King coming back is really important. I tell you who I'd like to be the closer on this team is John Wisica. Because to me, he has the best stuff. 
Now, he didn't have a great year last year. He got better as the year went on. Cortez is hurt. Cortez is hurt now, too. Hamstrings. Oh, jeez. I'm telling you, the pitchers, it's crazy. And now the Mets are thinking about the the guy from the Mets now. Um, I was going to say the Mets want to go with Quintana. Like a, yeah, they want to go with a six-band rotation now, evidently. So, I, yeah, that, that that doesn't that's never successful. Four one three four four five five nine four three. About nine minutes left, right here at WTBR. It's Cronin Zucca. Hey, and, you know, uh, as, yeah. as much as we've made fun of the Texas Rangers on this show, they look like they might have a good team. Well, they are. They got a they got a Hall of Fame manager now. Who's going to you know you know. Obviously, it's going to be a little more organized than they've been in the past. Get a they good have a rotation. good pitching staff, good yep. rotation. They, you know, they added obviously to to what they added last year by signing Simony and, si- and signing um, Seager. Seager as well. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're out for you know they're out for blood. These guys are you know they're, they're taking no prisoners. You know, they're out to to win games. And obviously, the ownership said, let let's go for it. We've been mediocre enough. Let's do it. They haven't been mediocre. They've been really bad. So, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Red Sox this year. Okay. I think they could have a decent season. I mean, if Chris Sale can stay healthy, too many, if, too many if, 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 if. Too many injured guys in the past. That's my there, opinion. There, there are. Not a very athletic team. Uh, Well, they got Duran Duran that no one's talking about. You know, Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. <laughs> Duran you know, Duran. You know uh, they, they have guys that they brought in, this Masataka Yoshida from Japan. Right, right. How's well, he doing in he's, spring? He's, well, he's gone to uh, the World Baseball Classic, which I think <sighs> which is I can't stand. a bunch of I can't stand it. Bull crap. Why, why it. do we have the World Baseball Classic? And if you get hurt, if you're a player that's making millions and millions of dollars for an organization like the Yankees, Red Sox, Mets, whatever, any team in Major League Baseball, how do you let that guy play? If you're, if you're brand new to the United States and brand new to an organization, you shouldn't be able to leave after two weeks of spring training. Why do we need the World Baseball? Why do we need this World Baseball? Class? Is anybody watching? I'm not, I don't even know what station it's on. Is it? What is it broadcast on? Some of on? these games come out at like six o'clock what, what in the morning. Broad, but what do they broadcast on? Fox Sports. What? Oh, just Fox. I think. Have you watched it at all? I, I, there was a there was an exhibition game the other day. I didn't even know what happened. I mean, this whole like this whole nationalistic idea just gets ridiculous. Oh, this is my country. I'm playing for. Enough with this nonsense. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's just. I think it's just stupid. I but mean, I think the Red, the Red Sox have a trio of young arms down in Pawtucket. I keep saying Pawtucket. It's Worcester. West, yeah, just like you know Worcester Vegas, now, yeah. and, right, right. And, and you know that that I think are intriguing. Brian Mata, Brandon Walter, Chris Murphy, who I think could make an impact at the major league level this year. They have some relievers that look good. Uh, they signed Adam Duvall, who I think is a very high risk. Low reward. You he's know, a good I, player. He's a two thirty hitter, but he's had three thirty plus home run seasons in his career. You know, and he's won a Gold Glove in right field. He's going to play center for no, now. He's a good player. You'll like him if he stays healthy. He's a good player. But he's thirty four. Okay, he reminds not... me. He reminds me of a Cody Ross type of player. You yeah, know, no, he's a gamer. He's, he's a guy who's he's, you're going to like him. I think pe- you're gonna... Pepper, Pepper the Green Monster. Yeah. I think he's good for thirty home runs right. if he could stay on the field. Right. You know, I like that they. Tristan Cassis gonna is going to be our starting first baseman. Turner, if he can, man, that hit he took, he took hit, yesterday. Right. Wow, he, I know. Well, he's tough as nails, though. I always liked him as a player. Dr. He, got hit, he got hit right in the mouth, yeah. and then blood just started gushing out of his face. He required 16 wow. stitches. And it, that's that's Justin Turner. He'll be back the next day, though. I mean, he's blood and guts. That's the thing I love about him. He'll be you know? back. Dr. Zayas, I used to call him with the beard. He still have the beard. He's J.D. Martinez that can play the field is what he is. He can play first. He can play third. He's, he's, a clutch, played, he's also you know, a clutch hitter, too. 
I like Kike at shortstop. Yeah. I like Christian right. Arroyo if he can stay healthy at second base. I mean, Verdugo. It's all about their pitching. Sean. Alex Cora called Verdugo out in the offseason, so we need this guy to be better. Well, they're going to they're gonna score runs. The question is, are they going to pitch well? That's really the key. This is they're starting pitching. I mean, well, they, they, they'll they, score runs. They remade their entire bullpen. They got rid of Matt Barnes. Right, thank right. God. Because that guy was awful. Yep. Four, you know, yeah, go ahead. I like Kenley Jansen. I like Chris Martin. For well, some like reason, Martin, for some reason they still think that Ryan Brazier's worth having on the team. I watched him pitch yesterday. He gave up a home run like on the first pitch that he threw. I'm like going, and this guy deserves to be on the well, roster. Because he had good but, stuff when, he first, when I first started watching him pitch. I said, wow, this guy's really good. And last year, obviously, he didn't have a good year. So right. that's relief pitchers for you. The up and down. Not everybody's Mario. Nobody's Mario Rivera. You know what I'm saying? These guys these guys go through seasons where they're where they're they're excellent, and the next year they're terrible. I mean, it's, well, it's Kenley Jansen you know, is the Rivera of the game today because he throws a cutter. That's right, basically right. all he throws, the cutter. I mean, yep. he throws at 92, 93, but he's so big and so tall that his arm angle, it makes it look like, you know, he's he's good. Kenley Jansen is good. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, happy I, that they have a legit closer for the first time in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, look, look they, I think that they overpay him. Yeah, they overpay everybody, okay? $16 million a year. They overpay yes. everybody, okay? but Everybody gets overpaid, right. Exactly. This is, this is baseball. This is sports in general, so... But anyway, 413-445-5943 right here at Cronin Zook at WTBR 89.7. Beautiful Tuesday, a little cool, but uh, we got about four minutes left in the program. So if anybody wants to give us a call and anything you else wanted to cover there, Mr. Cronin. So. I love that we locked up Devers. Yeah, well, that's important because you let Bogars go. And you know what? When Bogars comes back to Fenway, he's going to go, hmm. Why did I leave? Why did I go to the West Coast when I could have been here? Nobody's going to watch him play. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be like eleven o'clock. Everybody's sleeping. and He's playing on the West Coast. Right. I mean, he'll, have, he'll do it's well like, in it's San like, Diego. It's like the equivalent of Robbie Cano going to Seattle. Oh, that was He's ridiculous. Like, Why did I go there? That was the, one of the dumbest things. Yeah, he went for a little bit more money because Jay Z got him this big contract. Oh, okay, let's go to Seattle, and then of course nobody saw him play. You let's know? go to the land where no one watches baseball. <laughs> 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 the land where nobody watches baseball here on Fox. I know it's just. I mean, I, uh, look, look. I love Connor McDavid. He's one of my favorite all-time players. I love watching him skate. He's amazing. He's the best player. Edmonton, come, right? Yeah, the yeah. best player to come along since you know Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky. But he plays in Edmonton, so you hardly see him now. I get the uh, NHL package, so I watch him all the time. But uh, yeah, the hockey players are going to be a lot of fun, and probably the Devils, the Islanders, and the Rangers are all going to be in it. So to have all three local teams is going to be pretty cool. The Islanders are playing much better, but they're you know they don't score as many goals, but they're you know play they know how to play defense. I wish the Rangers could play defense like the Islanders. And I guess Islander fans wish they could score goals like, you know, the Rangers had been scoring goals for a while, but now they're not scoring many goals. But uh, And the Bruins locked up Pasta to an eight-year yeah, extension. Yeah, well, he's That's, great. He's that's big for them. He's tremendous. I mean, he really is. I mean, they have a really good team. I mean, they added depth. You know, they have veterans. The defense has been there. I mean, those five guys have been there a long time. And then they add a guy, you know, like like Orloff is really good with Washington's got a Stanley Cup ring on his finger, you know, with the, with the Capitals. So, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really good team. And, uh, you know, I mean, they, they basically played the same similar defensive system, but they be a much more offensive system now, too, as well. Playoffs will be fun. I'm definitely going to start watching in the Oh, playoffs. man. There's nothing like sure. the Stanley Cup playoffs the best. I've started, the best. I've started slowly. <laughs> you watch the All-Star game. That's the worst game you can watch. I'm going, oh, if watch... anybody introduces hockey to the All-Star game, forget it. I've it's started like, slowly watching, like watching the NBA. games here oh, yeah. and there. I'd rather watch hockey than the news. <laughs> Honestly, so you know, I've I've been putting some Bruins games on lately. Oh yeah, well it's it's a lot. But, but look, once the playoffs come, it's a hell of a lot more intense. I mean, you're going to see a lot more physicality, guys. You know, you know, just playing. You know, without any any thought. I mean, just being spontaneous completely. I can't believe we're almost done. My Can you believe gracious. we're done already? Crazy man. 
for another Tuesday. It's good to be back. I'm glad, you know. Thanks, Ralphie, for tuning in and uh, calling us. Good yeah, to hear absolutely. from you. Absolutely, yeah, man. So, Everybody out there, we're glad you tuned in. We will be back on a regular definitely. basis again. Yeah, I couldn't believe it was two weeks away, but you know, I, I needed a break. I needed a rest. Get my health together, so I'm still trying. I got to go BMC today anyway, too. It's like my second home now, Berkshire Medical Center. Let's go, Patriots. Let's go, Red Sox. Let's go, Bruins. Let's go, Rangers. They got eh, Montreal. Celtics, Celtics, eh. I could care the less. The Knicks are on a roll, my God. This is going for 10 in a row this week. So I think tonight. Is it tonight? I can't remember. Anyway, stay tuned for great programming here at WTBR. And, of course, Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock. We'll see you next week. Same time, same bad channel. Everybody take care of yourselves. Take care, everybody.